Hello ladies and gentlemen I'm Kumara Raghavendra and welcome to another episode of Product Stories This is a podcast where I cover topics relating to product management design technology and business with experts in the industry from across the globe Today's guest is Shesh Vasudeva Murthy who is a product executive coach He has over two decades of experience in product management, strategy consulting, product marketing, and engineering roles. In recent years, Shesh has played product leadership roles at Amazon and Walmart, and has been an active coach, mentoring product managers and senior executives in the industry. And today, he's agreed to be my guest on the podcast to talk about coaching, mentoring, and professional development for product managers. Welcome to the show, Shesh. Uh, thanks for joining again. How are you doing today? Doing good, Kumara. Thanks for having me today. perfect so w- one of the common things that i hear from product managers is how stretched they are for time and in that environment it's pretty easy for professional development to take a back seat how important do you think is it to have a deliberate approach towards professional development yeah see product management is a very uncertain uh, structure unstructured schedule for a day so they juggle so many things um, so they have to drop few other things and unfortunately the professional development also gets dropped because they have enough things to just make the ship move uh, but that said product managers are the ones who are exposed to lot more of strategy lot more of uh, the innards of the business so professional development is definitely a need for them and more they work on it no doubt they can carve out a specific time on their weekly calendar but definitely it will help them a lot right so when i look at the aspect of professional development there's learning on the job that already happens based on even if i take my own example i'm doing different things during the day and i'm picking up skills along the way but it's definitely not structured it's not deliberate i'm not particular about what i'm actually learning in this way how do you differentiate what is actually learning on the job and how much of it is contributing to things that are not happening when i'm just learning on the job see by the definition of a product manager they have to think out of the box so on the job is literally force you to do what's required right more and more you get uh, <clears throat> tuned into this uh, monotonous thinking over a period of time that product manager will not uh, have any much of creativity so definitely uh, it's a very bad thing as a product manager after a couple of years you realize you got only few skill sets and outside of your car- company or organization you may not even know how to apply certain things maybe initial during the business school days you would have been exposed to a lot of theoretical things but uh, on the job things just forces you to what's required thing so that is how they should start saying i can do this well but what should i do 5 years from now what should i do 10 years from now or what i have completely thrown out of this um, domain to a different domain am i applying the same skills because product managers have to mainly bring the common sense and we all talk about customer obsession voice of customer so customer doesn't care about which technology what great product you build with are we solving the problem are we listening to the customer so that trade should be across any domains uh, earlier days when i was getting into product management i was thinking you know i should become product manager for consumer good and switch to the next company to become um, electronics some gaming and then move on to enterprise you should be able to do it right that's one such role where you should be able to transfer those skills for that to nurture you should think beyond your company as well for that to happen i would always encourage uh, the junior product managers who are still picking up the skills in the earlier part of the role 
to at least attend a lot of forums and industry events. So hear how other products are built. And not every company is perfect. So they do a lot of um, hodgepodge things as well. But at least you get exposed to how things are done outside your company. Right. So that essentially means I'm depending on the level that I'm at in a company, there are different levels of professional development that I can aim for or different kind of skills that I should be aiming to pick up. So when you look at someone who has been two years in, five years in, 10 years in, 15 years in, what are the different levels at which you would recommend different skill sets coming into play? For example, someone who's very early in the role may require a certain skill set and they should focus on developing those. There are someone who's more senior in the company requires some uh, different kind of skill set. How do you see this panning out over, uh, over the lifespan of a product manager? Yeah, see, product managers, if they're just out of college and they start with a junior product manager, definitely making sure the delivery part or you know, like um, building a rapport with your stakeholders could be internal stakeholders, could be external stakeholders. Those are very important because you have, to, you have to influence without authority, right? That's the biggest trade of a product manager. We may not have anybody reporting to you. Still, you have to convince a VP of engineering, maybe, right? Uh, so those are skills that you pick up earlier on. And you'd earn trust from the engineering because they had to trust you to go represent them in all the public forums, stakeholders, upper management, whatever. But as you realize you start doing it, you get very adept at that, but you realize that you need to learn to delegate things. So maybe five or seven years into that, you need to know how to empower your team members and you know, like uh, uh, offload a few things and delegate as well. Those are skill set. Even if you're still not a manager of uh, product managers, you learn to delegate so you can grow up and pick up much bigger charter. And uh, the, the third question, which you saw about 10 plus years experience is where it becomes very dicey because there's no set path, especially for product management, because you get thrown into too many different things. But I'm okay with that because uh, at that level of 15 years or 10 years experience, especially in product management, you definitely diversify into non-product management responsibility as well. Could be profit and loss could be like, you know, like um, some business goals, uh, general management roles, completely building a site leadership kind of thing. So those things are not necessarily domain or a uh, product management specific, but now you're an influencer, a motivator kind of thing. That might be similar to uh, most of other senior leaders as well. But one difference is for a long period, as you said, right? Five, seven years, 10 years, these product managers who are individual contributors are focusing on delivering and getting the product. Suddenly they realize they were never managed people. They never talked to other uh, like groups of like, you know, operations or marketing, all those functions. So five to 10 years is where you start honing those skills. So at 10 and above, you can deliver in those um, different functions as well. So given this, what are some of the potential career paths into senior leadership that you see for someone who started out as a product manager? So you do see fancy titles in startups, right? Like if you get a startup title and after out of college, you might be like AVP of products. Uh, for me, it's okay if you have one or two years experience is fine or 10 years experience is fine. The roles and responsibility for AVP of products should have some like uh, P&L or uh, opening completely new markets, those kind of things. But as you grow up, uh, you should look at... Um, like say when I was Amazon, right? Like say if you're already working on a like a million dollar idea, how can I grow up to $10 million? Or if you're working on a billion dollar idea, how can I start thinking about $10 billion idea? That's a way too far out, but you start thinking long-term and you know think big part, right? At that level, that's where you start focusing on that. And that cannot come overnight. You have to have 
bruises on your skin like i had tried that doesn't work you know how to stakeholders had to be convinced all those skill sets match up and then you start realizing that those are the skill set you have to build upon and some of them are leaders some of them are not leaders so leadership also comes with not just understanding the product domain and uh, like working with engineering but uh, maybe you have to go completely go out maybe you start becoming part of startups you get merchant acquisitions part which even 15 years with a larger company you may not get exposure to but uh, some 5 uh, years experience guy who had a title called avp uh, sees how mnda happens right so right. titles doesn't really matter much as long as you have roles and responsibilities so vp and above is where i typically say they should have done like this big um, projects and you know like look at the, at least due diligence of acquiring or getting a leverage buy out of your own company such ones are typically a vp role or even director role sometimes uh, i won't again go too much weight on the exact title part but the more and more responsibility we have uh, you get up to up to vp level beyond vp level is again a fancy thing because somebody get can call a senior vice president or um, you can have any like chief product officer any of those things but uh, in my opinion that svp or a senior leadership level should literally look at a company thing you cannot just say i'm only looking at product now you have a site in the table where the cxos are discussing things uh, you may be looking at completely investment or even selling off your company divestment all of those things as a seat in the table for cxo is where you are at svp level or a chief product officer level right so for each of these individual levels like you said there are different expectations different kind of responsibilities that one should be having but when we look at when i look at my own development for that matter how do i structure myself to expose or provide myself these opportunities to take on such responsibilities how, how can i engineer some of these to happen to me rather than just go with the flow of the current role in fact you guys are much more empowered because product managers have exposure on even some insights to what other products are doing how other groups are performing so i would always encourage product managers with 5 to 7 years of experience start participating in completely a roadmap discussion of maybe even unrelated product uh, start participating there so that brings you totally different perspective even for your own product second thing is um, i don't know some companies allow some companies do not allow for you to speak in public forums that opens up because now you are sort of in a mentorship role saying how can i guide the next set of people whether you are there or not at least you start pushing yourself to say yes if i had to go speak at a lead, leadership uh, panel discussion uh, and uh, i cannot speak few things i can spew thing things maybe because you have so much of confidential information you know how to abstract things and how to appreciate uh, being in a panel with your competitors right being in a office setting you know that this is a competition and you keep talking about them or how to beat them in a forum where you have panelists you got to understand what learners are trying to get to different perspectives so you start learning how to be in those roles so these are the kind of things which you can push yourself to do it and generally i think product managers are also great bloggers so they tend to be on linkedin or medium and start expressing uh, also even take down some of this uh, competitors or even just completely different product and say if i were to product manager or had done this so you put yourself in their shoes and see how you can do it uh that also falls as a role model for your juniors to say that's where i need to get to and uh, maybe you will fault a few times not that everything is correct first time uh that's where you start doing it so industry forums one thing uh and then uh, blogs and uh, within your own company participating in different functions in different groups 
it may be allowed may not be allowed sometimes but wherever it allowed or if it's town hall typical town halls where um, cxos or svps present their plan you make a comment on that and say this is my observation no doubt it might be outside my purview but this is my observation so you get yourself uh, get a visibility and also you start pushing yourself to start making observations as well right so that that gives a good framework to pursue there are three different things i i'm sure we could probably identify a few more in this manner but if we have to look at uh, how how do i structure myself to actually do these things right so it, it's probably easier to say i want to go speak at a, a conference or it, some even participate in roadmap discussions etc so one of the things i've had from one of one previous manager of mine was he used to encourage me to go present in front of our ceo once every month there was an audience with him where we could showcase anything that we are working on so he wanted me to work backwards from that date and say i know next month there is an audience with the ceo what can i prepare for that and work towards that to showcase something so this puts me on the spot this forces me to think about what can i showcase what should i be working on uh, so that i can talk about it and this was one good way to structure such an opportunity for myself that is uh, do you have any such recommendations for what can i what can individuals do to uh do this in a more deliberate way do this in an ongoing way rather than put it on a to do list no see um i'm sure you are aware at amazon too right they do encourage people to participate at svp level the product managers are all called in um so it's already part of the group where i know that's what usually engineers envy that product managers get called to such like offsites where you're looking at strategy and you are uh, whether it's force or not you are presenting your product but at a very large summit so product summits happen quite often within the companies like amazon right. uh, even larger companies um, try to bring this practice where product managers um, meet once a quarter in an offsite setting where you don't talk about your product or your own um, technology but the soft skills or how to be a good public speaker how can you motivate partner and then many times uh, it is so unfortunate that people don't even know what products are happening within other groups so these kind of offsets will like, offsite will help them to say wow i didn't know that that was working on if we can collaborate so collaboration is one such great opportunity where you break ice and you know like no leadership will say come back you both work on a common problem they might be working silos maybe have some small, common uh, solution to work on uh, you make it as habit to see can i collaborate uh, collaboration also has a negative to it because you start saying i don't have to do everything i'll just take three four pieces from different people and just manage it together right that's not how it should be too right so you should still have your clear plan and your goal if you can collaborate for a greater good then some of parts should be greater than the other yeah. right so but again some companies allow it some companies do not allow it right so it's not easy to do that and um, but most companies these days are encouraging people to go participate in outside forums as well yeah definitely makes sense so all of this sort of identifies what one should be doing towards professional development what are the areas that they can identify for focus how they can uh, invest time and develop in those areas but uh, when it comes to having accountability or i setting out goals is one thing but uh, actually following through actually faltering along the way learning along the way so where do you see uh, accountability for this process where do you, how do how do i bring in responsibility for myself and essentially something like a manager or a mentor usually helps but uh, are there any is there any advice that you would give to make this a more structured process for me to execute on 
see product managers also have to guide the engineers to carve out their time right the same thing i would say product managers also to carve out time on their own calendar saying at least half a day a week you focus on completely something innovative like google encourages about the pet project right such things uh, product managers have that uh, they are in the driver seat they can really do it you can always say i'm working some new problems and go and take off half a day and work on it so if you bring it as a regular practice um you'll naturally observe a lot of things may not be doing the right way and you have some observations on that your point of view you want to share on that so you can do it as a practice but yeah every time half a day for something outside of your responsibility may not be possible hold is accountable that every quarter i will work on some new problem or uh, understand some different product which is our own company or maybe even competitors company or completely different thing which is innovation happening as i said uh think out of the box and creativity is a very important trait and to bring accountability uh did you say did i think about new ideas completely uh because some of these ideas cannot be nurtured on like overnight right you have to do it over a period of time that when you see a problem this idea pops up because you've been training your mind to look for such uh, gaps uh that's one way you can find out that at least every quarter i will do something of this kind uh outside of that you bring a good point about having a mentor see mentors are good when you are um, when you're a very large organization and you want to know how to like uh, uh, like you know like uh, don't get lost in the maze and try to get the next path mentors guide you there uh, but not many mentors within the company will say go try out something totally innovative uh, because accountability is always on your side so right. mentors cannot nor will have by and with you and support such things to go try it out but finding outside mentors is also great idea um because let's say if you are like in public forums you realize that uh, without sharing any confidential information what you working on you can always say this is a roadblocks i hit what do you do you heard right like larry ellison uh, mark zuckerberg they always go out to their other mentors so including steve jobs used to have a mentor which means that even at the ceo level they need a mentor yeah. uh, and then because somebody has uh, been there done that or even the way they hear from your problem they can at least guide you uh finding outside mentor also is a great idea and uh, coming back to other point about manager part managers definitely have the goals and your okrs and kpis and things like so managers can never say hey guys go do something different one thing i have seen most of good managers at least says go take a course or you know enroll into something new innovative things uh provided you don't deliver uh, we don't drop anything on the deliverables part right. so managers cannot allow you to go do something innovative Uh, or creative so finding a mentor across a different group very senior person uh, will help you to say you know what that person asked me to do this manager says okay go ahead do it that's one way to make it um, like you know at least carrot and stick kind of thing that uh, he has asked me to do it do you think you should support and they say of course you should go do it that's one way you can force yourself to make it a habit uh, but uh, see managers are also product managers especially are always um, measured on the deliverables so you pick up four or five such things and don't uh, close it out or uh, you know like uh, hit a milestone then it might look fancy that i did this i did that because at the end of the day that becomes your part of a habit to just try out a lot of fancy things right. instead take one or two things and say i got it done one quarter this time just one small step that that brings a lot more accountability and say do you even have bandwidth for second or third one kind of thing that's a good step that's a good step to start off and uh, slowly build upon that because maybe one soft skill could be some technology could be a uh, lot of innovative new things happening around that 
um a lot of people usually pick up a technology part i always advise don't give pick up a technology product managers should abstract technologies so if it's ai oh i look at some ai it's you know it's fine some engineers can do that you look at what ai application can i go work on or what new problem statement can i go solve that's what i would say product managers should focus on yeah i think that's super useful especially the fact uh, aspect of closing out something that we start off rather than start many things and then not get anywhere with any of them so uh, it, it's quite important to do this i see most of the things that you are recommending are around action oriented and things that we actually have to go do be it in terms of uh, trying out ideas taking conferences etc how, how do you feel about consume, consumption based learning which is it could be doing courses it could be reading books how how do you balance that out and do you see this could be structured as well no when i say courses right so it's just good to hear some other perspective and then uh, have at least yes take a course or even like linkedin has a lot of this courses which you can take at self pace one courseera has a lot of those which you can do at self pace one those are good too uh, but a lot of people who take most of those courses are for certification which is i feel bad just to get a stamp is just good but you don't need to really get certification because especially product managers you are put on fire and you have to go come out of it with a solution part right mm -hmm. so don't go behind the certifications part but see what the learning is how can it unlock some untapped potential which you have never thought of from that perspective yes i totally agree if you can think of some courses uh, books is great one i'm sure you also are reading a lot of books and product managers definitely talk about books um I I try to at least read a book or listen to an audio audio book at least once a month. That opens up a lot of things because of somebody else's perspective. Uh, courses and uh, I think reading are good uh, two ways to make it as a constant way of habit. Uh, otherwise, yeah, reach out to a coach or reach out to a mentor who will also give you some path to guide on. But for a coach to help you, you should have a goal set. Right. Uh, that's when a really a coach can really push you to the next level. and next level could not necessarily be always promotion right it could be something different could be expanding your horizon to multiple other things or some people start working on their own startup so they want to just do some prototypes so there are several ideas where somebody can expand their horizons uh, so do one of those things is did i answer your question i don't know if i said the two options which i have tried out in the past yeah but some people might have different options as well yeah uh, when you mentioned a coach or a mentor it's it strikes to me it's never been easy to find one so in a bigger organization it's easy to come across someone who's done the role that you've done before or who who you see or look up to and feel you can learn from but smaller organizations that's not always the case and that's not always uh, easy to find someone within the company how do you recommend finding or reaching out to someone who's not in your company maybe from your experience people reaching out to you or is there anything that you would advise us to say how one should go about it when they're looking to find someone who can play a mentor or a coach role yes a mentor i think people can have more than one mentors uh, one definitely as you said um, as you join a new organization definitely to go through the maze you need one very senior person and that person might just give a half an hour every quarter that's still good enough right that's within your own company uh, finding a mentor outside there are definitely a lot of mentor groups and people are um, sharing their insights and their wisdom and um, they will give time when both of you can mutually agree on something but the next part which where i uh, focus and also believe is taking up coaches where you both are committed right for that to happen uh, 
earlier on your career maybe you're focusing on your skill sets and domain and knowledge of your own product and whatever but if you want to find a coach you should have a goal let's say next 12 months or 18 months or 3 years i want to get there so that's when a coach is identified and say yes if that person has also done that before or even if he has not done the same thing as what you have done the product that person can identify the gaps in you or you know like um, like uh, like a chisel kind of right they cut all the rough edges and make you smooth so you can do yourself so if you look at all the sportsmen the sportsmen are themselves very good but they need somebody to constantly like you know smooth the rough edges and just hone the certain things so that's where a coach comes into picture and coach is so much invested in that person's career or the goal or milestones uh, you have to find the right coach they should also feel yes i can give time i am interested in your career growth or whatever your milestones are so finding coach is sometimes difficult but there are definitely professional coaches now and not necessarily they should have been in the same domain uh, i have seen like coaches completely like could be teachers but they are such a good observers they are like a mirror to you they identify they don't uh, sugar coat anything because they're vested in your success right so coaching yes you should find the right one and usually it comes from a reference or you can find from professional clubs actually but mentors is easy to find because you are um, aware of it in your company or if you have in the startup mentor groups several other places you can find a mentor so between what you want to do and where you want to get to you should have more than one mentor more than one coach but coaches i think are usually high demanding as well so which means that you should like say next 3 months you are committing every 2 weeks to meet which means that you are also committing that person also committing time so there is a deliverable you both work towards it the coach also does some good research comes back and says this is the next step to do so that's the kind of commitment you want but don't don't stick a coach when you don't really need one right because when you have a goal set and i want to work for let's say 12 months maybe move up the ladder or um, do a domain change or like career change into a different role then take a coach in that perspective and say yes i'm going to work on that now so then it's going to be demanding but at same time yes both sides will commit time for it right so the starting point is essentially a goal to have a coach without that there's no sense in having one uh, from what i gather so w- what are some of the common goals that you have seen like you said maybe promotion is one sort of a goal or a milestone that someone can aim for or a domain change saying i'm working in e-commerce i want to work in let's say robotics tomorrow i, I that's a huge domain change that could be a goal that i have over a certain time frame Uh, apart from this what are some of the common goals that you see people have no most common is the career one but uh, as you get to senior leadership level right uh, if you are already like a director and getting to a vp level is totally game changer so yeah. you should typically let's say next 90 days i work on this and say i'm ready to uh, like apply for a vp role within the company so you definitely see somebody who has coached vps and say where are my like, gaps help me out and then you know push me hard so that i am working towards it so usually moving up the ladder is where they go take a very executive coach what i have been doing a lot of times in the last at least 12 to 18 months is executive coaching is where somebody is already at a senior level they are like a director or a people manager they want to get up to the next level so some of the learnings which i have gone through i have definitely shared that without any sharing in confidential you can say this is where i want to get to next things that's where the executive coach comes into picture but uh, if it's somebody switching a career path they want to get into product management i have seen a lot of those people who are like 15 to 18 years 20 years of experience in engineering but they now say i want to move to product management so when i do coaching i ask them what their goals are and if they meet the bar is when i take the coachee because if you are not clear in your mind 
you might just be like throwing in dark and say, I want to do this, do this. Then you're wasting both the time, right? The coach's time and the coach's time. So career change is most common where people say, I don't know what to do. Help me. Uh, but when they come to and say, yes, this is a goal, then you can start working towards it. So career change, again, like domain change, um, moving up the ladder. Outside of that, um, uh, people want to like do something totally different too, right? Like um, uh, I have seen most of them like say, I want to quit my corporate career. I want to get into startup. Right. So I started initially doing startup mentoring where uh, people want to say, what does it take to do it? How do I quit or how do I prepare myself so that I can, I can um, do the leap of faith and go jump and get it doing. So there you get some startup coaches and startup mentors, and then they help you to plan it, your business plan, thinking through some of those things. Because in a corporate setting, everything is given for you. When you go out, um, especially entrepreneur, you don't have funding, you have to prove, you have to get some customers. And sometimes people do moonlighting along with their day job. So it's a lot more um, hurdles. So a coach will probably get you faster there. Or at least uh, let you avoid those pitfalls and still make whatever you have to go through, you have to go through it. You cannot just shortcut any of those things. At least they'll guide you path of it. Right. So in this, you mentioned uh, so identifying whether someone meets the bar in the first place. So I, I'm a little more curious on how exactly you do that because more curious from my end, as well as others like me who might be wanting to meet a certain bar for themselves to set such a goal to go forward. Uh, I'm just curious to know how you would identify that. Yeah, see, a coachy, right, should first at least say, um, when you write your own, like, my goal or a statement of purpose, you identify some gaps, which may be gaps and may not be gaps too, but that's your perception. At least if you are identified, you are looking at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, these are four or five areas I need to work on. And then the coach might say, you know what, this five is so much to work on, just like speak up two of those things. That five should come from you or whoever wants to get coached. Right. And then the, when, the, when they write their um, goal document or when I say that you are clear in what you want to do, uh, I propose, let's do two of those things. They say, no, 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 in 90 days, I want to achieve five of those things. Sorry, you, I cannot help you because you're trying to do like too many things at a short period of time or maybe you don't have those skill sets as well. You cannot just say, I want to become a director tomorrow. No, you got to work on those things. So at least you identify that and then I say, yes, am I the right person? Because sometimes I cannot be able to do what you want to achieve. So I, it's a two-way thing, right? Where I can influence, I've been there, done that, or I feel it's entertaining for you to go try out a few things. At least it's a good way to engage. Um, right. That's a goal part. Second part is uh, commitment. Uh, people might have very good uh, goals and documents and I can write and read the books and etc. But they say, you know what? I cannot give time. You know, like I'm very busy. So if you're busy, coachy is one who is committing to do things. Coach can guide you. If coachy says, I'm so busy, I cannot even spend half an hour. Then coach says, you know what? No, I think you cannot even get any goals because you're so busy already. Right. If you cannot car out for a, like at least a dedicated amount of time, like weekly or monthly, whatever the time is, then whatever coach says, you drop the ball and say, I'm busy, I'm being other meetings. Then it's like, it's you're not there yet. So I say, you know what? You're not there yet. Take some time off. Or, you know, you're busy with a lot of the family stuff or, you know, other things. Come back when you're ready. So these are four or five parameters to see that it's a good relationship and engagement for typical, let's say, when you do a 90-day intervention, we set a clear plan what they hit the milestone every month. Uh, if it's 90 days, but they have few fluid goals, but some solid goals, we say at least let's get the solid goals set and then explore beyond that. 
and people realize after something like you know what i want to change my path because during this conversation engagement i realize that's not my path fair enough finally we're working towards the goal so that that commitment is required and some people do like 3 months 6 months um 12 months but some people come back and say i have 4 weeks i want to hit the goal and the goal is so audacious that they cannot even hit any part of it actually i say you know what it's not worth both sides you are just honestly burning out you cannot hit it right uh, some say you know what i just want one session tell me what all i can do i said it's not a coaching session it's not like you know like some gnan i just give you something and just go do it uh that doesn't work that way so i said no it doesn't work i may not even take you as a coachee so there are different options and i think a lot of people ask you like is there a syllabus is there a book uh, is there a website i said no coachee is all about individualize right i customize for that particular goal so which means that you are the product you are the whole website right like you tell what you want and the coachee works with you and get there if the coachee has to prepare for, sorry coach has to prepare something so be it i'll go do my read up i'll do research so that i can guide you right so it's not like set a formula i go do this but there are definitely some patterns there are certain tools which we use outside of that it's completely it's like one on one makes sense so j- just to digress a little here uh, if there's if someone's looking for an executive coach you are the go to person but if there is someone who is looking for something more broad like a life coach which is also a thing these days do you have yeah. any recommendation do you have any do you know any people who are in working with someone like that or do you know someone who does something like that yeah yeah I, in fact i does i do some of the life coaching sessions as well because when okay. you realize people are working on certain goals it's not just because at the executive level you are looking at a lot of things i want to like relocate to europe or us it's right. not just career now right it's like family and a lot of things too so you do business and life coaching as well uh but i'm not completely to life coaching because life coaching talks about like uh personality and then characteristics and then f- personal issues uh like uh, psychological things so that's where people go to life coaches i'm a good friends i have done a couple of workshops with him couple of my friends who do life coaching as well a uh, business coach is like a cusp of things is where i also call it myself as a business coach because it's business oriented go nothing with personal part so you're very professionally aligned with that person so most of these corporate coaches where like say if you if you are um, if your executive team is saying i have identified these four individuals to invest in them for their career growth they go hire a business coach um and say you know what guide guide this person on the business skills how he handles uh, like larger audience and things like that and it may be sometimes corporate sponsored as well right. uh corporate sponsors are good and bad because they say i'll give you so much money go do this and make it happen whereas this person is not committed yet he feels it's a check mark for their um, appraisal that i took a business coach uh, so business coach sometimes become so fluid um but life coach i think yes uh, people go on their own and find out because they hit a problem and they see roadblocks they're not able to solve themselves they need somebody with a good listening and uh, like more of a like a healing person right just listen open up those are the ways you go to life coach path cool makes sense maybe i'll link to some of this later on in the notes but uh, coming back to the topic that we were on so uh, product management within the within a certain company is different from other companies for there's a lot of variance in how it's done from one company to another especially given stage of company or size of company domain of company etc most of what we've discussed do you think it's more uh, widely applicable irrespective of what kind of company one might be working for or do you see some aspect of tailoring happening given the situation of the company that someone is in 
see answer is yes or no i would have wanted to say yes uh, it's different because each company is in a very different stage of adopting the women product management as a concept right 15 years back when i was doing a business school there no concept called product management they said product marketing but you just do like inbound outbound product marketing um so every company has adopted a different path and they call this a product owner with agile and product manager with some business functions whatever it is right so everybody has a definitions are so different so you cannot take one product manager role and say yes he is well trained to go out and do it that said ideally uh, as we all know about product manager is the ceo of the product voice of the customer um, common sense and influence without authority those are four or five most common things so that i think product manager should pick up irrespective of which role which because some of these is like i know in some companies they do some release management and they call them as product managers they literally just uh, this release that release and some portability of some features and say i have product managers i said fine that's one function of the product manager but not entirety i do so if you realize you're stuck in this kind of uh, pigeon hole the small responsibilities definitely can start stepping out and say what else should i do beyond because product manager is much more broader than Uh, but in these days, product owners and product manager titles are also very interchangeably used. Uh, if one person is completely just doing some sprint planning and scrum meeting attending and then putting some release notes, you are definitely going to start looking at as a product manager should be much bigger than that. Outside of that, I think very well established companies have good practices and uh, uh, like Amazon has a very good practice where they have to do certain things uh, quickly. You pick up what's relevant and is successful part. a lot of technology companies even like google right they don't believe in that even aws i know if in amazon they don't believe in product managers because it's so technical driven you don't need to go talk to end customers there so such tech driven companies might not uh, have a title called product managers but have uh, program managers or technical program managers but essentially if a product manager is handling business and stakeholders and customer like you're representing customer you're there if you're not doing either of three of this please back up and start saying i'm not be actually product manager i need to learn at least one or two of those or all of those to do yeah that that's very useful good point to self reflect and see am i doing these things uh so one of the things i wanted to talk about is essentially uh there is a certain brand one establishes within their own company about how they're doing the product role how they're evolving how they're developing as a product manager etc then there is a presence beyond the company so this is this could be through talking in public conferences writing blogs and so on so uh, there is one aspect of actual learning that happens through this and there is also an aspect of networking that comes through this you form other relationships which could lead to mentorship which could lead to mentee uh, sort of a relationship outside so uh, what are some of the advantages that you see in establishing such a brand for oneself outside of what they do at work no you know right i think product manager should definitely be the ones who should be thinking outside part so attending public forums and attending um, even classes or even any such uh, participation will open up your thinking part uh, you get branded as a good product manager or even like senior role enough but if you work for a startup you might be doing a very generalist role of bunch of things you realize that uh, that's how it works in startup you do it and suddenly you go even it's a small size startup you're doing bunch of things when you go to let's say a large size company you had had a very small function one small feature but you might have a global responsibilities or you had to like talk to 10 different customers and stakeholders and whole bunch of things so each role might expect something different 
um but yeah um a very well established um, product companies definitely have good brand as a product manager because you would have seen some success of products um i have seen like you know pricing product managers or you know product managers who do like um uh what i call like um consumer oriented products which is like unknown like apple right like you don't even know exactly what the product is and the product managers to work and like completely work under the wraps and build something very innovative so they cannot even talk in public forums for most of the times um so those kind of product managers have to think really beyond but keep it everything under the wraps and to do it so they cannot go openly talk about it uh, outside of that um i don't know if i answered your question directly or not but um, uh people should think beyond their company because it's always good to know how others are doing it and can you bring some knowledge because you drink the cool air and say this is the best practice may not be actually because yeah. a lot of product managers have either it lean towards more of a engineer or operations part or tactical part so to abstract and reduce the right part of it you have to talk to other product managers and get what they do and yeah. you realize you know like a lot of product managers also may not do the right thing at all you say oh even they are in the same boat oh we don't even follow agile oh they just go and do things uh, operationally they're so tactical etc etc so that maybe then you realize that the whole function itself is very fluidly defined so you cannot just say i know if my company works that's a perfect way no but if you have successful products at least that's one good parameter to say yes you know what they are building uh, great products which is accepted by customers and creating general revenue Certainly, I know it's a roundabout answer, but I think it's not like it's straightforward for this. There's no perfect definition also for product manager. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Each by each company has its own definition, and it makes sense to learn from others at the end of the day. And maybe before we wrap up, one final thing: if someone is stepping into a mentorship or a coach equivalent role, uh, I think it's harder for someone to step into a coach role. It takes more deliberate effort, from what I understand from you, but. Uh, there are people who mentor uh, more junior people in companies so let's say someone is stepping into that kind of a role what would your advice be to someone like that yeah no whenever i whenever a mentor or even if i say i have done a lot of coaching classes and saying how to um, uh, nurture your next set of uh, team members to pick up right so i always say as they get up to like say 3 to 4 years of experience and they want to work for the next promotion i say please identify two or three juniors and start mentoring them because you may not want to be a people manager but you realize what mistakes you did and what they do and how to correct it without you know coming too too hard on them right you let them make a mistake but slowly correct them and uh, learn to say what you do very well give them a small chunk to them and say you do it and you take the credit because you did a great job that's a big this is a big learning i'll tell you even if you are individual contributor or up to principal product manager or like you know like even um, very senior uh, product managers you say i will trust that person to do this and give it back to me and i'll give full credit to that person it's not easy yeah. so i always say start mentoring your juniors and uh, share your knowledge because it's not like the more you share you learn better too and somehow somewhere you realize that you have learned something out of that too because maybe that person has a fresh thinking you got so bogged on your own product and legacy way of doing things that person might make it as something totally innovative way of it so you also learn from that so mentoring is a great thing definitely as you said even if you don't want to become coaching or whatever mentor your juniors mentor your buddies if it's usually new hires happen right like when the new hire happens uh, they identify couple of people who say yes i'll give some time in the weekdays or weekends please encourage your people to do that 
um, it, it, it's uh, built a good cohesive uh, team culture as well. Fantastic. That, that's very useful to keep in mind, especially for people getting into these roles. Uh, I guess that's pretty much everything that I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, if you want to add something in the end, go for it. Otherwise, we can wrap here. It is a good session. Definitely, whatever you're going through, what you ask, definitely you're, you're on, asking on behalf of a lot of those uh, junior product managers. It may not be necessarily also product managers. Even product thinking uh, is all about the same thing, right? You don't have to be like a product manager, product manager. You can be product marketing person as well. So now these days I start uh, seeing product leaders who can be engineering, product marketing, product managers, whatever the function is. The product thinking should come out from everybody. Uh, more and more you develop that and um, even if somebody wants to like uh, work on like, I want to become AI product manager. I want to become API product manager. Fine. Uh, that's AI or cloud or AI is all technology enablers. But don't get sucked up into the technology part or solution part. And stay usually in the problem space. The more you are there, you come out better. And you get much more respect from engineers. Because engineers can do any of those things. And you also do the same thing. Then where are you differentiating yourself? Right? Uh, when you start thinking outside that and from a customer perspective, engineer says, wow, I never thought of it because I'm so bogged into the wave making it happen. I never thought if customers here would care about it or not. Right? That's that's the role of a product manager or a product thinker. So become a good product thinker and uh, you'll really, really earn the respect of everybody in your company. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. That's what I want to share and thanks for giving this opportunity. Yeah. No, thanks for the insightful conversation and again for agreeing to come on the podcast. So if anyone wants to reach out to you, I'll share your profile on the show notes so that sure. you can reach out on LinkedIn. And yeah, I guess that's it. And have a great day. Professional development is important, not just for product managers, but also for podcasters. And I'd love to have your feedback on this episode so that I can learn from it and develop as a podcaster. Do leave a review, rating, and subscribe to my show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps spread the word. Thanks, and see you next time.